Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Pilot's Guide podcast, the show where myself, John, and my co-host, Sean, faithfully talk about streaming service original content, tell you what we think's going to happen later, talk about the things we liked and didn't like, and even decide whether or not we think this plane, or pilot, is going to be a crash landing or clear for takeoff. Uh, Joining me today, just me, unfortunately, Sean is a busy lad, and he couldn't be with us today, but we'll get him back on the show soon, uh, is the lovely Miss Kristen. Hello. How are you doing? Good. Yes. I'm back. She's back. Well, it's not, not too long since no. since your last uh, trip with us on no. this pilot adventure, but now it's just you and me today. Yeah, that'd yes. be fun. So, uh, the show that we're watching today was per request of Kristen. Of me. A very long time ago, as in when we started the podcast, she said, that is the show that I want to be on. Mm-hmm. And what is that show? This show is Looking for Alaska on Hulu. Yes. Based off the same book yes. by one Mr. John Green. Yes. The lovely man. 50% of the good green boys. True. Are there more green boys? Yeah, his brother. Well, yeah, there's... there's oh. Is there a third no, that's green? It, I think it's not like a mystery green. No, like a Cooper Manning, like, like the one a you don't think other of. Other property brother. There is a third property brother. Yeah, they have a third brother. But no, I don't think John and Hank have another brother. Okay, I think it's just them. That's cool. That would something. That would be something that could be easily fact checked. So let's yeah. hope we're right about that. <laughs> but I don't. True. Know. I haven't heard about them. But as always, here at the Pilot's Guide podcast, when we talk about these original shows. Uh, We like to start off with our first segment, which is truly becoming a staple of the pod. Uh, Unfortunately, we don't have our boy with us today, or our bell, but, editor, if you wouldn't mind putting in a little bell sound effect, uh, this will be the Kowalski analysis report. Ring that bell, brother. That's my boy. See, he, he sent us in. He's so dedicated. He sent us in a little video of him ringing the bell with his little fin and his little jar of blue goo. Cute. So if you're unfamiliar, the Kowalski Analysis Report is where we talk about uh, the players, as I like to call them, the main characters or the important characters in this pilot episode. Kristen, who do we have? Please lay it out for us. Sure. So there's a group of main characters the first one that we meet is Miles. Miles, yes. Our a- main boy. Right. The main boy character, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Pudge. Pudge, true. He lives with his family in Florida. Mm-hmm. He is in, they're all in 11th grade. I checked that today. Did fa- fact check. They're in 11th grade. Um, he wants more adventure in his life, and yes. he pretty much has no friends. Shame. At his hometown. So he wants to go to this boarding school where his dad went and his, I think it also, I don't know if this is in the book or on the show, but it also is like his uncles went and all his oh. cousins went. So his whole family has gone to this boarding he school. He wants to go to this boarding school? Yes. Oh, okay. I don't, I didn't catch that, but I thought yeah. he, I thought he was sort of not into, 
well, because his parents, I I was confused. Uh, I thought he was going to college, and right. there were there was a lot of confusion at the very beginning of the show, being like, "Is this a college?" Because it's a sleepaway school or a camp. You were like, or "It looks like a camp. camp. <laughs> There's canoes and a lake. Like right. this is camp." No, it's a boarding school, and he wants to go because okay. his parents were like, "Are you sure? Like, why do you want to go? Why can't you stay here?" Right. I thought his parents just felt really. Well, they they're they're definitely very a little helicoptery, yeah. a little helicoptery, but right. Yeah, he wants to go. Yeah, change. he wants to go. Okay, that's good to know because at the beginning I thought he did not want to go. Okay. Oh, yes, he did. Uh, who is next okay. person? Um, Miles's roommate. Yes. Whose name is Chip Martin, but his nickname is the Colonel. The Colonel. Which we find out later is because he is really good at orchestrating pranks, pranks plans. Yes. He's good at organizing. Militaristic precision. Yes. This boy. So he's the colonel. Yes. I will probably be referring to him as the colonel. Miles. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to say Miles or Pudge. I, I might know. Say... I just say Miles. We should say Pudge because that's what they say. In the book? In the show, Well, too. and in the show. Okay, Pudge yeah. and the okay. colonel. Pudge and the colonel. Then we have Takumi. Yes. I think it's just his name. Yeah, that's probably. just their other friend. Yeah, uh, the colonel's close friend. He Takumi knows, like plain and simple. That's just his thing. Takumi <laughs> sure, just he knows. knows stuff. He's just a knower of things. Right. And I think that's all the boys. And then we have yeah, Phil. He's a boy. I don't know. We'll, oh, whatever. Uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Let's talk about the important girls. Yes, the important character. Yes, Alaska. Yes. Alaska Young. That is not her real name. Oh. She named herself that. What? She, that's what it said when she I was. She was like, this is my nickname. Alaska. Did you have any friends that in school, they were like, I'm going to, I'm going to make a nickname for myself. <laughs> because that's like right. kind of weird. But there, there are definitely people out there like that. that are like, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to be, they're going to call me like the boss baby and then the everyone's like no we're not going to call you the boss baby we're going to call you just by your first name but apparently this girl alaska got it done because everyone calls her alaska which is well i think she like okay so it says i guess this is a quote when i was born my mom wanted to name me harmony springs young my dad wanted to name me mary francis young Okay, so Mary. her real name is Mary, I guess. Okay. Yeah. And then on her seventh birthday, her parents, her present from her parents was that she got to pick what her name was. What? <laughs> what the story is? Is that a good? Is that a good present? It's a really powerful present when you're seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, her what, seventh birthday. What the heck birthday. made her think of Alaska? Like what seventh grade? What seven year old? Seventh grade or seventh? Okay, my sorry. seventh birthday. Seventh. Yes. What? She's in second grade? Yeah. She spent the whole day looking at her dad's globe for a really cool name. Her first choice was Chad, like the country oh my in Africa. God. That's good. But then my dad said that was a boy's name. So, <laughs> so I picked Alaska. Wow, that's a pretty good... But why good. Alaska, that's he asked pretty, her. Pretty good, uh, pretty good jokes, Mr. John Green. That's pretty good. Think of... What if it... Like... If you think about you when you were seven, what yeah. were you obsessed with when you were seven? Uh, 
Like, like Bratz dolls. Right, I so you wouldn't have named, named yourself a Bratz doll name. Well, I don't what know any of Bratz. I don't know. Like, I probably wouldn't name myself like Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> or like really? uh, Lapras. Chloe, Jade, Sasha. Oh, you would have gone. Maybe you would have gone, gone with Sasha. Those were the Bratz. You would have yeah. gone with Sasha. Right. Uh, that, like, wow. Powerful seventh seven-year-old not seventh grade seven-year-old seventh birthday present correct okay but then it also says later she She found out what alaska means she just (laughs) i guess she just picked it when she was seven but then when she found out later what alaska means it means that which the sea breaks against and she loved that funny enough she was probably asked in like fifth grade to do a little essay prompt and being like find out what your name means yes yes so then she found that out and she liked it cool good for her her what if she didn't like it then she would have changed her name to actually (laughs) chad yeah so we got chad we got chad we got the colonel we got pudge (laughs) yeah and we have uh uh wasn't there another person that I we, think important characters. Takumi. Yeah, Takumi. I think also important to know is the weekday warriors. Yes. Bullies. Who is a group of people um, who go, who live around the area of the school, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is in Alabama. Yes. And they only live at the school during the week, and then they go home on the weekends, mm-hmm. back to their, like, rich people homes. Hence weekday. Right. Mm-hmm. And they um, yeah, mostly have, they bully uh, people. Yeah, they all They're have... Lax uh, bros. Yeah, lax bros. They have... They, they cradle. Uh, they wear helmets. They have long hair. Uh, right. They have popped collars. Uh-huh. Well, one kid has a literal half-pop collar. <laughs> he infuriates me. And then the other guys are just like, for lack of a better word, chads. Which is pretty, fun, pretty yeah, funny yeah. from where we, where we come from at the beginning of this. True. So, okay. Weekday Warriors... We got Alaska. We got the boys. We have the dean. Yes, Mr. Mangle. Is that Mr. Starnes? Well, I don't. Know, <laughs> I don't know why I got that from Mr. Mangle. Well, they call him the Eagle. Maybe yes, you were probably. I don't know. Yeah. So he's we will refer eagle. to him as the Eagle. Yeah, he's the Eagle. The dean of the students. Yes, his name is not Dean. His no. name. His name is the Eagle. Yeah, I think that's. Um. Yeah, Mostly, and then there's yeah. like a couple ancillary characters that we might mention in our summary. Yeah. But I mean really the the most important characters here are Takumi, the Colonel, Pudge, and Alaska. Because yeah. they're the Do they have like a name for the little pack? Are they called no. like the they're not called like the nobodies or whatever? No, I don't think so. Yeah, well, whatever. They're like a little they're like the weirdo crowd that yeah. is sort of counteracting the weekday warrior right. popularity crowd. Yes. Eh, typical high school drama. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Mr. Kowalski, thank you so much for dropping us in that report. I really appreciate it. I will uh, talk to you later. Hopefully last, uh, hopefully next week when I uh, see old Shawnee boy. So, now, following that, we get into our uh, rapid review segment... I am going to set a timer. Kristen and I have discussed. We will each get two minutes to recite as much as we can about the plot of this pilot episode. This was a 58-minute show, so there was a, quite a lot to nibble on. Mm-hmm. Granted, uh, it's a book that it's based off a book that only has 
It's like yeah, a 200-ish page book. Yeah, not long. Uh, you know, a, a little young adult chapter book. So this first episode doesn't really particularly cover a ton of content, but there's still mm. a good amount to talk about. So I've got a timer sure. for you. Are you ready okay, yeah. to go? All right. Yes. Three, two, one, do it. All right. So the show opens with a very dark scene. It's raining out. There's a police car stopped on the road. I think I think another car crashed and the police car was there, like, taking care of it. And there's a police guy in the middle of the road. And then you see another car zooming towards the police car. And the police guy's like, stop, stop, stop. Like, the road is closed. But the car just keeps going and doesn't stop and crashes right into the police car and into the side of the road and, like, flips over. And that's all we see. We don't see who was driving it or anything that happened. You know, that's all we see is how it opens. Um, and then it goes to Miles. He, or sorry, Pudge, um, he's at his parents, he's at his going away party for school. And you can see that no one shows up and it's very sad and he doesn't have many friends. Um, but something that we do learn about him is that he loves books. He loves to read and read biographies in particular. And he loves uh, people's last words. That's like his thing, um, which becomes his thing throughout the story. He moves into, well, the, yeah, called Culver Creek mm-hmm. is the boarding school in Alabama. Um, it's very hot there. There's no air conditioning. He takes a shower and it's no water pressure and it's hitting mm-hmm. him at his chest. Um, he meets all of his friends, aka Takumi, the colonel. Um, they do a lot of drugs and alcohol and they smoke a lot um that's something that is important um basically he's in love with alaska Mm -hmm. and thinks she's awesome but she has a boyfriend that's important jake and they come up with a deal him and alaska him and alaska come up with a deal that if she if pudge helps her figure out what the meaning of this book is that she's reading, the labyrinth in this book, um, which I, we can explain that later, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then she will help him have sex. Yes. And that's it. That's pretty much it. That's, that's, a, that's a pretty good uh, pretty good sum up. I am going to try to fill in some of those gaps. Okay. I've got my timer set. Here I go go okay so miles uh yeah likes to read the colonel likes to read alaska (laughs) likes to read takumi don't know seems like a computer kid to me but i don't see i haven't seen any computers he just seems like that type of guy um the colonel a very abrasive character uh gives pudge his nickname forcibly uh because he assumes initially that uh, Pudge is just sort of a regular guy. Pudge quotes somebody's famous last words, and he's like, okay, I like you. They get along. He tells him that there's an evil swan in the lake, which is really scary and will attack you. Uh, that comes in later. Um, so, yes, Pudge and uh, the colonel. The colonel takes Pudge to meet Alaska. Uh, Alaska grabs Pudge's hand while she's telling a story to... Uh, the colonel puts it on uh, her boob, and that's why he gets obsessed with her. Colonel often makes fun. Um, the colonel has a girlfriend named Sarah. She's they they both hate each other, which is kind of just like their personalities. Um, 
the weekday warriors sort of force Miles into a position to try to rat out his friends, which the colonel tells him is the one thing that you're not supposed to do. Never, never, never rat. Uh, and the weekday warriors uh, one night abduct him, quite liter abduct Miles, quite literally, take him out of his bed, wrap him in saran wrap, and throw him in the lake. Uh, you think that he's going to drown. Uh, it's a really shallow lake. But there's an evil swan that comes at the boy. Um, and then, ultimately, to get back at the weekday warriors, this is sort of going to be the driving force here in the show. Uh, Alaska, Takumi, the Colonel, and Pudge united as a force will enact a declaration of war against the weekday warriors and take them down from the inside. That's not necessarily true because they're not going to infiltrate. They're not going to try to become weekday warriors, but... One thing of note is that uh, the colonel's girlfriend is considered a weekday warrior, mm. which is kind of interesting. Um, I think that covered most of the little things that uh, you ne didn't necessarily hit on. But let's talk about certain scenes that we um, liked. What did you uh, right. What did you like? What did you like here? Well, not not sorry, not likes dislikes. What scenes would you like to expand on? Um, I I. While you're while you're thinking about it, uh, um, I want to sort of expand. So we meet, we meet Alaska, in a way where she's buying booze, uh, with her high school ID, and this is where we we learn very. No, it's a fake ID. Sorry, her, sorry, her high school ID, her fake <laughs> ID. Uh, she is in high school. That's that's yeah. why I thought about it. Uh, she buys booze with a fake ID on the side of the road liquor store, and we see how intelligent it is. She's quoting. She quotes Dr. Seuss, uh, to try to like rattle the guy that's behind the counter he's like a very drippy like uh, aren't you in high school like aren't you literally in high school isn't that what a high schooler would say but she like sort of bullies him not bully bully but like overpowers him with her intelligence and he's like you couldn't ever be in high school the way you talk like that uh and she buys wine which uh is not you're not allowed to have obviously because she's underage but uh she takes that to school and it's funny because while pudge is driving into alabama he sees alaska putting the alcohol into her trunk and there's like this nice slowdown scene mm -hmm. of them seeing each other for the first time and this is where yeah, like cool okay these clandestine lovers these mm -hmm. this romeo and juliet situation um it is already developing before he even knows her name before he even meets her true um how about, I, I want to bring up the first time we we go into Alaska's room. Could you sort of describe, like, that yeah. setting? Her room is, like, full of books. Yeah. Literally, you can't even walk. Like, milk cartons on milk cartons. Because she has so many books. Right. Right. She says later that that's her life's library. Everything she wants to read before she dies. Yes. Yeah, her life's library. That's sort of a big thing. Everybody mm -hmm. reads, everybody knows, like classic literature quotes even the weekday the weekday warriors one of the guys <laughs> just knows mandarin and like well that's something these, you learn in yeah, school I, I guess but everybody's just like crazy smart like i wasn't i didn't know this this many like eccentric people granted i, I didn't go to a okay. sleepaway high school i think it's more of like everyone has their one thing that they're smart at like pudge is really smart at knowing people's last words right I, okay the they're colonel like, is really talent. smart at like tactics yeah i don't know yes alaska is very smart at 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's she's just very smart. Yeah, they're all smart. A they lot all of the like times, to read. Right. They all like to read. They just read. <laughs> they like you. You that. like to read. Yeah. Yeah. I see why you like this book. True. Um, I think if you were done. No, I'm not. I'm, first. I'm in her car, she has an iPod Classic, which I thought that was cool. Nice. Because yeah. I've always wanted an iPod Classic. <laughs> that was before my time. Right. This is before I your was time. an iPod Nano. Yeah, I had a chromatic. Oh, I had a shuffle. Oh. Uh, which is stupid, because you couldn't pick what song you wanted. Yeah, that's just dumb. like... I was never into that. Risk it all. Okay. Then, mm-hmm. we should talk about the incident of... Alaska's oh, yeah. roommate. Yes, Phil we didn't bring and Maria. Mar- Maria? Yes. Maria. Is her name... Is his name Phil? I think his name's Phil. His name's Phil. It's this Paul. Is... Oh, okay. Whatever. It starts with a P, ends with <laughs> an L. His name's Paul. Okay. It starts with a P, ends with an L. So Alaska's roommate, which we meet when she's driving to the liquor store. Yes. What did she say? She asked Alaska like, for the room. You know what it means if you're if you're an adult or you've been in college. You understand what it means when you're like, "Can I have the room for the night?" Well, yeah. Well, she wants to like have sex with her boyfriend Paul. Right. Okay. That's sort of like that's sort of it. She's she's sure. just like he promised that you know when I, when we started the school year, blah, because they have a long distance relationship, her oh, and yeah, Paul yeah. or whatever. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So then later we see. Her and Paul smoking and drinking. Yeah. And getting twisted. Having. Absolutely twisted. Yes. They don't have sex. They They're almost like about have sex. to. And then the eagle, the yes. dean, finds them, like knocks on their door and finds them in there. Mm-hmm. And they're getting expelled yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the rest of the episode was like, who told on them? Yeah. Who ratted on them? Right. And that's why, so the weekday warriors, who Paul was, at least, I don't know about Maria, but Paul was. Yeah. They're, they're mad because they think that the colonel did it. Right. Right. Even though the colonel was very explicit in telling Pudge, right. never rat. Yeah. The ratting is like the biggest thing. It's like right. You can never do that. Yes. No, never rat. But yeah, there's this mystery, basically a mystery, and there's two right. sides of the the coin here. But Pudge very adamantly does not want to take a side, even though, yeah, he's gonna side with his increasingly as he increasingly gets close to these friends who I think he he's trying not to choose sides because he's never had friends and mm-hmm. he doesn't want to just stick his flag in the colonel's side, even though ultimately at the end of the show he does because they form their little pack mm-hmm. um but yeah there's this mystery on who ratted and the weekday warriors want pudge to find out by ratting on the colonel if he the, if the colonel says oh yeah i ratted on paul yeah. and, and maria right so that's why they duct tape him right they well, saran wrap mm-hmm pudge Surround and throw him into the lake throw him into lake well because pudge comes back later to his room mm-hmm. and the colonel was like oh they threw you in the lake haha they Tradition. do that for everybody yeah. but he was like no they saran wrapped me like i was gonna drown mm-hmm. and they were in the colonel was like oh like they're not supposed to do that yeah that's like a lot worse than usual so uh, it's snitches get stitches this is this is right. that's what it is but he didn't do it no he didn't pudge didn't do it at least no but you know who did it yeah, I know who did it. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I never read this book. 
True. That's the point of this podcast. Mm-hmm. I watch shows that I have no preconceived notions about. But Kristen's read all the books. Well, you can have a theory on that later. I will. Okay. Um, yeah, and that's that's really what's driving this divide even further. I mean, the Weekday Warriors have always been anti the Colonel. They right. There's a scene where they... They try to pick on him, even though he, like, very adamantly and incredibly, I really like this scene, just, like, can back sass them with, like, his intelligence. Because he stands up for himself. He's not, like, the type of kid that's, like, shriveling up to them. He's He's just, like, like, super confident and bold. He's got a a bit of a uh, Napoleon complex. True. Uh, He's a a shorter guy. Right, he's short. And that's probably where he gets his uh, his tactical precision and his uh, quick wit and his uh, biting tongue. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So, what... What after that? Can we talk a little bit? This may be the last scene that we need to talk about, but like the bridge and like mm-hmm. that setting, yeah. the smoke hole. I think mm-hmm. is it called. Yeah, the, the smoke. smoke hole? I think it's a smoking hole. Smoking hole. What's yeah, the deal with like the, What's the deal with the smoking hole? It's like their hideout underneath the bridge at the lake, right? Where they all go to smoke and hang out, right? Chat. Alaska's got the cigarettes. The yeah, Colonel she tells sells everyone cigarettes. Yeah, it's like a prison. Yeah. Kind of weird. <laughs> True. I mean, high school is a prison. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, this sort of smoking hole, they got like nice ratty old chairs. Nice ratty old chairs. <laughs> um, they sit, they sometimes sit on like the sewer line, just like chill. Right. Um, but it's cool because it's like a little uh, little underground spot that they can, can get away from. And that's where they're ultimately probably... I would guess mm-hmm. do with all do all their plotting and and right. chatting and you know gossiping. Yes. Uh, it seems like a pretty cool place. I mean, I never really had like a hideout growing up. Did you ever have like a like a hideout? No, no. I always wanted like a one of those sheds that looks like a cute house. Oh, uh, a she shed. Yeah, I guess. Nice she shed. I always wanted that. Nice, but no, I did not. Dang, have that. Oh, like for the little, like the little kid ones, the tiny ones, or like, like a, like a, um, like a swing set, little. No, I had thing. a swing set, right? But like a shed, <laughs> just a shed that, that looks like a cute house. Nice, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I guess I do. I guess I do. I always wanted that, right? Uh, I mean, after that, I mean, we we do. There is a there is a scene at the smoking hole with. And and you said we would we would expand on this more where uh, Pudge and Alaska make their deal. Yes. Do you want to expand? Do you want to sort of? Yeah. Define that. So Alaska comes up to Pudge. He's sitting underneath the bridge by himself, mm-hmm. and she is carrying this book called "The General in His Labyrinth" by yes. Gabrielle Garcia Marquez. Yes. Um, which I mean, I never read that book, but. I've read him. The way, yeah. He's pretty good. The way she describes it, or the thing that she is interested in about it, is that the general, who is Simone Bolivar in this mm-hmm. book, um, is trying to get out of this labyrinth right. in the book. And he like doesn't know how to get out. Mm-hmm. And so she is very contemplative of life. And she wants to figure out, how do I get out of this labyrinth labyrinth of life right of like suffering and life yikes 
So <laughs> little, uh, little, uh, I think that's like a Buddhism thing cycle. This, I don't, I don't well, know. Well, something else that ties into World religion that. is kind of important in this show too. Right. They have a class yeah. that is like a world religions class Yeah, where they're going to talk about that stuff. Right. right. So it all ties in together in that way. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's when they make their deal. He's like, she's like, yeah, figure out how, figure out how to get out of this, uh, this labyrinth, and uh, I'll get you laid. And mm-hmm. he's like, okay, I've never had a girlfriend before. Right. <laughs> she doesn't exist. They make this quick joke. <laughs> they make this quick joke. Apparently, Alaska, like, for lack of a better term, gets around. They mm-hmm. like talk about that a lot. Yeah. Um, and she says, yeah, he's, she's going to get him laid by um. Uh, someone of equal intellectual I- intellectual property or something something along those lines. She's like, yeah, you an intellectual equal is, I believe, the words that she says. Right, right. And they shake on it, and uh, that's he. Sometimes he's writing notes in his school notebook of labyrinth, and he's trying to think about it. Right. But uh, yeah, he's that's the mystery he's ultimately going to try to solve mm-hmm. uh, in this show. So I think that paints the picture pretty well. Do you want to move on to likes and dislikes? Do you have stuff? Sure. Okay. Hit yeah. me. Okay. Um, so I am unsure. Mm-hmm. I think I disliked that they showed the beginning scene. You dislike that? Yes. You don't. You wish the people didn't know that there was an accident. For people that have never yes. read it? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think... That they should not have shown that. Right. Well, and and even though I didn't read the book, I knew this was a thing. I've had yeah. plenty of spoilers. friends. Spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Spoilers <laughs> for uh, looking for Alaska because we have somebody here that's actually read the book. Yeah. And if you're listening to this, you probably have too. But uh, but it's really not even a spoiler because it's halfway through. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. It happens like halfway through, right? Right. The whole like yeah. It's like the divide it's not at the end. It's the right. the Mason Dixon of this. This yes. storyline. Correct. Okay. So can we spoil? We can say. Sure. Yeah. Spoil. Okay. So Alaska dies in the middle of the book. Rip. In this car crash. Mm-hmm. Right. Presumably. Presumably. But a big part of the book is that we don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, throughout the book, they find out more details. Right. But I feel like I get that a show needs to suck in the viewers immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, people have so much to watch that if you're not interested in the beginning, you know, you're probably not going to keep watching the show. So, yeah. seeing that kind of scene, like, oh, shoot, oh. someone's in a car crash, someone probably dies. Right. What happened? Mm-hmm. You're going to keep watching to find out. Of course. But I don't know if it fits in with what the book is trying to do yeah i think that's fair i mean this is a classic case yeah of a pilot right. trying to yeah as you said real really uh the audience in mm-hmm. so you didn't like that i don't think i liked it that's fair that's fair i mean i mean it looked everything looked good oh like, yeah it looked no, good. the camera work the cinematography was tops because yes. i think this is something that they've been cooking up for a little while, if I yeah, can imagine. for sure. I feel like I recognize Pudge from something else, and, like, I think he's older now, like, or he looks older. I, I don't exactly they know. they just filmed it. Did they just film it? Yeah. 
Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if they filmed it a while ago. No. And they've been, like, touching it up. So they're ready to go. But, okay, that's fair. So you're, like, sort of iffy whether you like or dislike that. Yeah, I think more of a dislike. I disliked that. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Something that I also disliked in comparison to the book. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm here for. That is your trait. I think they made Alaska seem a lot more vulnerable than mm-hmm. they should have. Really? At least in the first episode. I guess that's fair. Like, so much of the book is Pudge, like, being in love with her because of how, like, big of a personality she is and how, like, you saw in the liquor store, like, how good Mm -hmm. she is at convincing people of things and how confident she is. But I think there still were a lot of scenes that showed her being, like, emotionally a wreck because Mm -hmm. she is behind the scenes. Like, she doesn't want people to know that. But I think... I think it, like, gives the viewer too much of inside of her yet. Mm. Like, I think she wants to put on such a show Mm -hmm. that it would have been better if the viewers didn't see that side of her until later. That's fair. Yeah, because there is a scene, there is a scene where when Pudge is coming back from almost drowning in the lake, um, and he's in his underwear, he, like, is going to knock on her door because as he's walking back, he sees her in the window of her little cabin room thing. Yeah. She's just bawling her eyes out presumably for something, but yeah, she's, she's got a lot of walls and I can, yeah, I can agree. Not that I can necessarily know, but I can tell by her character in every other scene other than that, that she's like a very, very, I don't know, craft. Like she's very, what's the word I'm trying to go for? She's, very particular in how she wants to make herself come across to everybody else. Yeah, um, for sure. Yes. Uh, so that, that's a that's a. Fair I think thing. at least in they should have waited until the second episode <laughs> to do okay. that. Good call. I, I don't think... know how many episodes there were. Maybe yeah, ten I don't know. or eight. We should have looked. Probably a regular regular season length. Um, okay. So your dislikes. I'll do my dislikes. Okay. Uh, I had two dislikes, and both of them were about clothing. <laughs> sure uh first clothing issue that i already mentioned what kind of a kid in whatever year this is has a half popped half down collar that's not a thing grade. pop the whole thing boy or keep it down yeah. what are you trying to they go for what are you trying to two-face you're trying to be like oh i'm a party on this side but i'm business on this side <laughs> like dumb no. this kid's dumb i don't like it it okay. looks weird. <laughs> okay. So I'm not about his half pop collar action, mm. but, and I'm also not about him because he's mean. He's mean to Pudge. And he also spits Mandarin at him. The journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. I believe that's the thing that he says yeah, in Mandarin. Probably. Which you probably heard that or seen that on a poster at one point. <laughs> I think that's from the Tao Te Ching or whatever. Mm. I don't know. I took world religions in college and Kristen took it too with me. Uh, and it was fun. It was cool. Um, another thing that I didn't like that had to do with clothing, Miles, as <laughs> soon as he gets to Culver Creek Academy, he's walking around with the colonel. The colonel's saying, come on, we got to go. We got things we got to do. And Miles has got this 
ugly bacon neck t-shirt that's like stretched <laughs> over and half you see washed. half washed you see it, one of his shoulders exposed like just center your shirt i know i don't always <laughs> you know you know because you always tell me like your collar's weird and like yeah, well you always pull it down in the front whatever but i don't like stretch <laughs> it over so you can see my one shoulder but like miles he's got that bacon neck which okay. is that commercial he's just distraught that downy commercial or maybe it's not downy maybe it's a Tide commercial. I don't yeah. know. Something to do with you don't have bacon date. neck. Yeah. Yeah. The guy's on the date. Do, do you want your V neck to become a U neck? Like True. <laughs> Miles definitely <laughs> has a U neck here. Okay, fine. And that's something I did not like. It's <laughs> funny. Uh likes on the other hand. Yes. I've got likes here. Okay. I got some likes. I I Again, cinematography was mm-hmm. great. It was really good. Character, the acting was great. And that's yeah. my my first like is this writing. And this is probably, well, it's definitely, it's not not probably, it's definitely a result of John Green. I know he right. is a prolific writer. Was this his first book? Yes. Good for him because the, the writing here is punchy as hell and I love it. So good. Every single person is like sharp-tongued right in a great way well a lot of people dislike that about his writing because they're supposed to be teenagers and people are like teenagers don't talk like this yeah but it makes it so funny oh yeah Yeah. like if you're reading this book it's like hilarious the whole time because of what people say and like how people talk yeah like uh like again, the the example that I bring up is you know when when the colonel's trying to like he's got he's three on one against the weekday warriors they're coming at him verbally and he just like stands there takes it he even gets close to them and starts to to like just verbally abuse all of them in mm-hmm. like a great way or like the, even the scene where the colonel and and Pudge meet for the first time, and it's like, okay, you have 10 seconds, tell me something that's interesting, or you're just going to be a regular. I, I'm just <laughs> going to call you a regular, says the colonel. Yeah. And Pudge is just like, uh, somebody's famous last words were this, and he's like, that's pretty morbid, I like that. And it's just <laughs> right, like, nice. Cool. The, you can see the quick wit of every single character, mm-hmm. and like, the we I, I I'm a general genuinely generally a fan of witty characters. So like yeah. the fact that every single person is witty, I'm like, yes, you give me this. Read this book. Yeah, I probably I probably will it's just now. Funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. I thought it took place in like a sterile like regular high school. This is kind of no. a cool setting. So yeah, I'm learning a lot. Yeah. How about you do a, a, a like before I talk about my other like? I liked the colonel scene with his girlfriend mm. i thought that was really fun that's pretty good because she they're going on a date i guess with her parents right. and well before they go he's trying to iron his shirt <laughs> and he like doesn't know how to iron and no one knows how to iron <laughs> and he asks alaska will you iron this for me and she's like i'm not giving into the patriarchy yeah yeah a lot of patriarchy talk <laughs> which is funny so he, like, has a wrinkly shirt when her his girlfriend shows up. Mm-hmm. And they just, like, yell at each other the whole time. Right. Which, I mean, that's a terrible relationship. Oh, yeah. No. Example. But it's just funny. I thought yeah. that was funny. Yeah. I thought she was really good at acting. That, yeah, no, girlfriend. She, she, was pretty, she was pretty good in the very limited role that she had. Yeah. I mean, um, I could imagine that she would be a, a little bigger, 
later on, just considering that she's connected to one of the most important characters of the show. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's funny because the, the colonel says, like, uh, I hate her, she hates me, we're perfect for each other, or something right. like that. Well, along those and lines. then in the beginning, he was like, when Pudge found out that she is a weekday warrior... And he's like, don't you hate them? Like, how can she be your girlfriend? Mm-hmm. He's like, I contain multiples, Pudge. And I was like, oh. What did he say? I contain multiples. I don't remember that. What does that mean? Yeah, he says that. It's like, I am Merciful personality. Yeah. yeah. Like, just because I say one thing doesn't mean I have to... Ballin'. Like, do that all the time. I contain multiples. Yeah, that's what he says. That's so good. I, I contain that. multiples, Pudge. What a guy. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely my favorite character. Like yeah, so agreeing. so far. And I liked a lot of these characters. I really yes, did. Yes, yes. I really did. Um I love that Swan. Yeah. Yeah. He's he was pretty fun. Swan's cute. Yeah, yeah. They 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 look at the swan from really far away and Pudge is like, Wow, he's this beautiful swan. And Colonel's <laughs> like he will Not literally later. kill you which almost happens except he's a weird cg swan because yeah. you have to try to make it swan attack a boy <laughs> and you're not gonna get a real swan to do that but like you yeah. can see the cg a little bit still love him still, still love good. the swan i really like how like supportive they all are of pudge right at that the beginning true. like yes. they just i mean i guess when the colonel like sees that he's interesting and not boring by asking him you know what's something interesting about you yes he they like are immediately friends and he immediately like brings him on all his journeys and meets like introduces him to all of his friends Mm -hmm. and when they throw him in the lake the colonel's like nah we're gonna have war against them now true right they're not just like ah you screwed up pudge yeah you had it coming right that was nice. That's yeah, nice. Yeah, they, they're they're all chummy. And it doesn't take too long. Like, it's not right. agonizing. A lot of these shows where it's like, new kid, new school, it's like, you're pulling teeth before he, like, finds his crowd. Or right. you have, like, a crowd that wants him so bad, and he's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not about that. Right. Like, it's not, like, awkward high school. Yeah. No. No. They, they, they do seem all a little bit more adult. Yes. Which is good. For sure. Yeah. Is that, is that it for your likes? So, I mean, I have more likes, but... Well, you can say more. No, I, I mean, I I like to... I guess the, the, we get a, a scene where it, we're introduced to the world religions professor, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, I want more of this dude. Because just, he, he just, like, his... He was so... His writing was so good! Right. And his philosophy was just really cool and you know it brought me back to when i took world religions and which had i had such a great professor for that and i was like dang this teacher would probably be a cool dude to right. have and talk to yeah and i was just like man teachers can be cool mm-hmm. sure my mom's a teacher she's cool <laughs> okay i love my mom Aww. yeah <laughs> that's it for my likes okay great. so you're good yeah I'm okay then uh, we will move on to our next segment of the podcast where we talk about theories. Okay, so we are back with the next segment of the Pilot's Guide podcast, the part where we predict things that will happen later. I am the real predictor here, and yeah. normally I would have Sean to bounce ideas off of too. 
Um, but Kristen has read the book. I, I will just sort of tell her. Unfortunately, I had questions prepared for Sean, Aww. but that's okay. Um, well, you can ask them to the listener. I could. Here's the thing. So, <sighs> Chekhov's rat, I'll call it. Uh, the way the colonel says never, never, never rat to Pudge, you know that boy's gonna rat. Come on. <laughs> Who? Like, Pudge. Pudge. Like, oh. so, and even it could even be by accident. Mm. But we already see at the end of the story that, like, the end of the episode that, like, Pudge is already when he's super pissed off from being almost drowned, he's ready to, like, dish it out. He's ready to, like, tell the mm. eagle that people did stuff to him. And it's very, it would be very easy for him to just say, you know, this boy, that boy, and third lax bro picked me up and threw me in. But uh, the colonel's sort of like, no, 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 you can't do that. Uh, you're not allowed. Uh, ratting is going to get uh, us on even deeper on people's shit lists, which I like, I guess I get, but, uh, there is no way, no, no way in heck this boy does not rat. Should we do a, should we do this a little spoilery and you sort of say yes or no? Say, right say yes or no. You're done. Yeah, sure. Okay, sure. Um, no, I don't think he really does. Oh, <laughs> There's nothing that I can think of that he ratted about. Dang. Is there a rat? He wants to fit in. Well, yeah. He doesn't want his friends to be mad at him. I, f- I feel like it would be a pretty pretty classic. Well, I guess John Green didn't want to be cliche, maybe, and he didn't want to just obviously make a rat scene. Mm. But. Yeah. No. Okay. I don't think he rats. That's fine. Uh, well, that's, <laughs> a, that's an L for Johnny, but I will think of my other theory. I was going to ask Sean all about, like, really why and you know you said the thing about he contains multiples Mm -hmm. but like is there an ulterior motive to the colonel dating sarah Mm -hmm. uh she's a weekday warrior and he's against the weekday warriors uh Mm -hmm. not specifically her but not necessarily the concept even but like i would guess the way they sort of put it out there it's sort of like declaring a war on one of them would be declaring a war on all of them, kind of. Even though it's really just these boys, these boy yeah. boys. But still, I'm like, does the colonel, as a tactician, is he trying to get his spy on the inside? And he can use well, Sarah in a way where he can sort of get some get some intel. Not necessarily her ratting, mm-hmm. because I think everybody knows about rats. But, uh... Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what got... I mean, they got together because of Alaska, I guess. Because Alaska says that she got the colonel, her, his mm-hmm. boyfriend, her, his girlfriend. Okay, my initial reaction is no, because Sarah hates him. Right. Like, they're not even really friends. Right. So even though they're in a relationship, I kind of doubt they have, like, actual conversations about real things. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like the colonel could be trying to do it secretly oh like you don't actually know no i don't think that happens but but you think that's like a realistic idea a thing to think about yeah like i think i think if the colonel was told her that Mm -hmm. i want to well i guess he wouldn't do that 
No, he wouldn't because but, he wouldn't want the word getting back. But it would be very easy if like she's just talking to right, somebody right. in and a different there. circle and he's there. He's like, okay, intel, intel. Even though like Takumi's the intel guy. Right. Takumi gets the info. Takumi knows. Yeah. He just he, Takumi knows. Pudge or the colonel doesn't need her. You know what's cool? I uh Chris and I were watching this together and I as soon as we met Takumi, I, he like just spouts out all this information about Pudge, and it's like, dang, Takumi knows. Mm-hmm. And then later on, the colonel says to Pudge, like, Takumi knows. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, look at me. And that's a win for John. Mm-hmm. Um, so, dang. no, I don't think that really happens. I don't think that's the point dang. of her. Do you recall, I, I don't really, I didn't really have a particularly long list of theories, and we don't need well, to drag this. Well, who do you think ratted on Paul and Maria? <sighs> well, we know that Alaska knew that they were going to have sex, so that could have been a thing. Uh, there is the potential that the eagle was just there and knocked because he heard something. Ah, uh, uh, it probably wouldn't, it, it probably wouldn't have been Pudge because he like literally wasn't even there. Uh, the Colonel is friends with Alaska. I, we don't, we, the thing is, we don't really know a ton about Maria or Paul. We just sort of know that Paul is this enemy of feminism that Alaska <laughs> sort of throws the patriarchal book at him. Um, so like there's definitely bad blood there, but I think it's it's too obvious that it would be uh it's too obvious that it would be Alaska. And now uh, can you can you can you sort of tell me is it like is it a character that we met? Mhm. Okay. I really wanted to just be that the eagle just knows just like accidentally knew uh, so you know what? That's what I. That's what I think. He <laughs> okay. he, he knocked. He, yeah. he heard something, and he was just like, "Oh." Okay. Well, I can tell you in the book. Yes. We don't actually ever see this scene. Mm-hmm. It happened the previous year. Oh. So they all the characters are kind of talking about it cool. and talking about them being expelled, but yeah. Pudge like has no clue about any of like he doesn't know who the, those people are. He has no idea. Because he wasn't there because it happened last year. But he was there in the show. And Paul right. even says to him, did you rat? Right. So, yeah, that was different. Nice. Um, but we find out that it was Alaska. Oh, what? She, Yeah, she ratted on them. Come on, John Green. What are you doing? <laughs> You're supposed to subvert our expectations. Well, you convinced I yourself get, that it wasn't. True, I guess I subverted my ex- my own expectations. Wow, that's pretty powerful stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 reverse, the double, the double bait and switch. Right. Uh, okay. Well, did she just not? She, she just want to have room to herself so she could read. Well, <laughs> maybe I don't remember why, or if they even explained why. Um, Takumi knew of this. Like, oh, he knew he, she ratted. He knew that she ratted. Dude, I was gonna say that it was maybe Takumi, but like. And he... I didn't want it to be him. Like, he's so cool. <laughs> Takumi's the one who told Pudge. So... Okay. I hmm. mean, he wasn't, like, supposed to know. Interesting. But, so Takumi well, ratted. In the beginning... Yeah. True. Takumi ratted, too. In the beginning of the... Ratted, too? 
Ratatouille. In the beginning of the book, when they're first moving in, Alaska, when the boys come in and see Alaska, she's like, look, I have my single room. So maybe it is because she just didn't want to have a roommate. Mm, spicy. Yeah. Interesting. Motives. I know. Murder. <laughs> Somebody died and we know who it was. Yeah, this is a, there's a, a definitely a ton to uh, to bite on. I really would have been interested to hear what Sean had to say. Yeah. Uh, being that he just graduated high school, he might have been more in that high school mindset. But uh, granted, as we sort of said multiple times, these these are like adults in 17-year-olds' bodies. Right. They are all weirdly intelligent and they all just want to read books, yes. which I can't well, say that. I, I can't can... say I relate. What do you I think? I did relate. What do you think happens after she dies? Mm, we just got to go look for her Alaska, duh. That's why it's called that. Mm. Um, no, I would imagine the looking for Alaska, the namesake of that, is probably like him trying to find the body or like where she drove to or blah, 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 blah. And then it's just like, you know, uh, we got to find the paper towns. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> to, to Another good it. book. I mean, is that, am I sort of right about that? Like that's, yeah. he's like tr- literally trying to find her. No, she, no, he knows no, they're her. not literally trying to find her. Oh. Like they have her body. They go to the funeral and her body's there. Oh, okay. The police man that was at the scene like mm-hmm. has the car well like, yeah i just didn't know if it was like really far away or something no i don't think it was far but they are trying to figure out what what happened right and why she yeah what why that happened i think it's gonna sort of it's gonna sort of be like a uh, murder mystery in the no. sense not not in the i'm not saying in the traditional sense this isn't clue okay <laughs> as much as you love clue <laughs> do you love clue I think it's going to be, it's like, they got to collect the information. They got, they have to do like a mental puzzle is what I'm saying. Cause they don't, cause for all intents and purposes, she killed herself. Like she was in the car by herself, right? Well, we don't really know. I okay. mean, yeah, she was in the car by herself. No one else was in the car. Right. Did somebody cut her brakes? <laughs> but like. The real mystery of, they are just trying to feel closure. Right. Like right. they just. They just want to know what, like, what was happening. Right. But she had so many walls up. Right. So many books, so many walls made out of books. Exactly. That they needed to break it down. And they probably need to, if I'm right, go through the books, find all the letters that she circled, take it, transpose it onto a piece of paper for a secret (laughs) message that says the labyrinth was... That's really what Paper Towns is. (laughs) Life all along. No. Paper Towns. Who's in Paper Towns? What do you mean? What's who? that? What's that? That what's the main girl in Paper Towns? Margot Rothsweet. Margot <laughs> and the boy. I don't know. No wait, they're not the main character, but like the actress. Oh, Cara Delevingne. Yeah, Cara Delevingne. Okay, cool. Adam <laughs> Levine. Yeah. Uh. So they're trying to figure out right if she, if it was on purpose or not. Right. Right. If she like it's still herself. a mystery. Right. You know, not in the traditional sense, but it, it just is. Yeah. That's what I think. That's what I think happens. They're, they're, I mean, it makes sense. It's a logical step. Yeah, why yeah. did you do it? Right. Do they ever figure it out? No. That's so good. The point is they no one will ever know what happened. Uh, you're walking in this labyrinth something, forever. Something that's really interesting is like Pudge 
that's the thing that he loves is to know what people did when they were her writing about last to die. words right so he's like i want to know what her last words were i want to like be able to know what that is too bad how would he but ever figure that out oh i want to find the tape recorder that she had recording her entire drive it was, it was he prob- knows he can't it was probably i'm going too fast well okay <laughs> I don't know how many details you want. It's fine. If, if you have a, another quick detail, hit me because we're, we're getting we're getting like a little longer than I thought. She. Oh, okay. That's part of it. She was drunk. Dang. Yeah. Don't drink and drive. I think this is the second time sure. that we said that on this podcast. <laughs> but please, don't drink and drive. Just yeah. don't. You put yourself in danger. Mm-hmm. You put others in danger. Right. This has been a pilot's guide PSA. True. Um, if, I, I think I'm ready to to move on. If you're ready to move on, okay. unless you have another question sure. for me. No. No. You well, I, I I think I okay. I'll Do ask it. you one more question. Do it. One more question. So a lot of it, mm-hmm. a lot of the Love stuff they were talking, <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the stuff they were talking about was like about pranks and pulling pranks. Ah. If you remember that. Yes, it was just a prank can. What do you think the pranks are? Um, They're going to pull pranks. What easy. Do you think the pranks. Will easy. Be? Uh, water bucket on the door. A uh, sticky honey doorknob. Uh-huh. Um, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Probably uh, itching powder in their underwear. That'd be pretty good. Um, maybe taking all their clothes and burning them. That'd be pretty good. Um, probably taking their lacrosse equipment and breaking it over their knee. That would suck. Oh, I thought you were going to say that was one. No. Um, but those last Probably gross. catching the swan and putting the swan in the house with the house, the, the room with the weekday warriors. That'd be pretty good. That would be so funny. So you can just peck them. Um, and uh, probably whoopee cushion. Okay. Did I, hit, <laughs> did I hit on any of them? No. Damn it. <laughs> Give me one prank. Um, there's like two main pranks okay. that they pull. One is with Alaska before she dies. One's after. Sure. One's without Alaska after right. she dies. Oh, they're probably gonna steal the bell. No, Dang. that's what his dad did. Right. No. The Declaration of Independence. No. Okay. I don't want to spoil it. I sure. I want you to go find out what the pranks are. Okay. That that goes out to you, listeners, and yes. to me. We got to figure out what these pranks are. Yes. But that was another segment of the Pilot's Guide Podcast. Uh, we will move on now to our final segment about whether or not we think this is a clear for takeoff or crash landing. All right, so this is our final segment of the podcast, the part where we declare whether we think this show will be canceled or not. Uh, We do it on a two-point scale of uh, crash landing or clear for takeoff. I think you know which one is which. Kristen, you've read the book. You've watched the pilot. Where do you come down? Clear for takeoff. But I do think this is another one of the shows that, like, is short yes so it's already done true that's fair like they're not coming out with more seasons right you don't think that there's like you said it that they they never you never get closure at the end you don't think that they could be like 
ah, we're going to give the audience no. closure I would be in a second season, in another season. That would be really upsetting. Well, you had a, you made an interesting point yeah. to me while we were watching it, that the entire book, because it's a book, it's a medium where you're only getting really the main character's point of view. We, yeah. we're, we're stuck behind Pudge's right, it's field Pudge's of view, of view the, the entire time. Yeah. But we know that Alaska is in that car. Mm-hmm. Odds are we're probably going to see that scene. We could see her getting into the car. We can see her driving. I hope they don't show that. You might get it. It would be interesting. I think it's going to be a little different in that sense. And that might not be a great thing. I hope they, if they show anything, I hope they just replay the scene that they showed at the very beginning. Where you, I guess you can see they can show Alaska being in the car. Sure. But I don't want them. I would be very upset (laughs) if they showed more of it. Yeah. Because really the like a big point of the book is like people die and we don't know why. Right. So that's people? Plural? Like in life. Oh yeah. This happens yeah, yeah, yeah. in life. Like people right. die and we're not there, so we don't know what happened. Right. Mm. And you're supposed to feel that in the book. Right. John Green, he made me feel it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I uh as far as where I come down. Yeah. Let's go for takeoff. Oh, good. Yeah. Were you nervous? <laughs> yes. Not a chance. This is, and I think this is a, a scenario where I don't think they're going to drag it out. Right. I don't believe that they're going to try to extend this, the storyline. Um, it's not a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. We don't need to know what happens. Part of a, you know, part of a book adaption, and especially into a TV medium, is that you have a little bit more time than say an hour and a half or two yes. hours to tell the entire story right. uh they just i think they just want to do a really good job here and tell a really really detailed mm-hmm. um and you know pull certain details one way and stretch certain things to sort of change the story a little bit yeah they're I mean, changing it a little bit which is which is fine you have you know it's an artistic vision yeah. but ultimately the entire thread of a story a book that's only 200 pages i think they can probably do it if they want to in a season and a half a season or two and just be like, there it is. I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I don't know whether or not this season is the only season of the show. If it ends. Right. We didn't look it up. Um, but like maybe they could do one season of before and one season after. I think that would probably be realistic. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I just get a I just get a f- better feeling from almost from the production value of this show that like they're gonna take it very serious mm-hmm. and they're not gonna try to push the boundaries too far and that's sort of what you need to do if you just want to like tell the story that you're after. Yeah, right. we want to we want to make a visual version of this book. We don't need to do anymore. Granted, I'm not a writer, I'm not a producer, I'm not a director. <laughs> Maybe they want to be in for that cash grab. No. I think the advertisement was pretty good. You knew about it, it several I've months. I've seen a lot of advertisements. Yeah. And I think this is something that a lot of people know about. Right. Or at least have heard the title of it. Right. For I sure. think, I think, well, it might be one of, like, a the banned books in schools, honestly, because of, like, all the drugs. Hmm. But I know some schools do, 
like have yeah. to read it. Dang. John Green banned. Hmm. I mean, it's pretty like sexual and vulgar. Right. For high school. I, I think that my opportunity, I, I was in like a book reading competition in when I was a freshman in high school. <laughs> okay. And it was like, you have a list of like 30 books and then you went to reading Olympics, I believe it was called. Uh, then you everybody met. It was like so stupid because oh. everybody met at a school, like all the different schools. They brought their reading Olympics teams. And then you had just like a quiz, but like it was a paper quiz. It was like Quizzo. It was like dead ass Quizzo. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, we're going to ask you about uh, The Maze Runner, which was the book that I read. Okay. Um, I read that and something else. But Looking for Alaska was on that list. Okay. So, yeah, I had the opportunity to read this in ninth grade, and I didn't. Mm. That would have been like, whoa, blowing yeah. my mind, because these are 11th graders, and I'm a right. little boy. Yeah. But there were seniors in the thing, so I, I get it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I can see why it's for a high school I mean, I think audience. I read this. I read this probably in 11th or 12th grade. Mm. So it's very related. Like, you can tell that it's it's not, like, very... I wouldn't say it's influential, like it's going to make kids want to smoke or drink. Or vape. Mm. You never know. It's more just, like, funny. It's still there. Like, it's just funny. It's funny to see the things that the kids are doing in the book and their reactions to them. Right. And how, like, awkward teenagers are about stuff. Yep. Like, it's just hilarious. Yeah. There's a lot of awkwardness. Yeah. And I think, you know, I didn't even, I didn't read the book, but I feel like they captured that it captured that essence enough to the point where I was like, I, okay, I I applaud this and this should totally not be canceled. I I, yeah. I don't see a world where this is canceled. I'm pretty no. confident. I think it's good. In my declaration and I can't speak for Sean, but I'll speak for Sean and say you would probably feel the same way. <laughs> yeah. Um any other comments about the show at large? Yeah, I think you gotta put it could put a bow on it. I think John Green played a part in the filming of it. Good. I saw videos today of him with the cast. Really, like talking about different things that they're doing. Not a boy in the show. So, I feel like if he has yeah. a hand in it, yes, it should be fine. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and you can see that as long I I think as long as he's not like the most controlling, which I don't think I think he's a no. pretty, I think he's a really good guy. If yeah. I, if I know, I mean, whatever the whatever the cultural zeitgeist says about mm. John Green, uh, he he seems like he seems like a pretty cool pretty yeah. cool dude. Um, but it's good that they asked for his his influence there. Yeah. Just like they had George R.R. on Game of Thrones being, well, seeing as they were like, I gotta write the book still. Right. <laughs> but they were like, J.K. Oh, Rowling. J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's good. That's what you need to do, I think, with these book adaptions. And what they probably do the majority of the time, unless it's like an author that already passed away. True. But that's a, a good note. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Good for you, John Green. Good for you. Yes. All right. Well, um, I will make a motion now to close out our podcast. All right. 
This has been another episode of the Pilot's Guide podcast. Another one-on-one with John Kristen. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you. Thanks for watching the show. Yes. Yes. Now this is this was your this was your white whale. This was your the yes, show that you were ready to watch. I really wanted to watch it. Now you're going to have to go dig up some more yeah. book stuff find something else yeah find another book maybe mm-hmm. read another book mm-hmm. that'll be pretty wild yeah yeah but you, you you had a good time here yes had a great time i'm gonna go watch the rest of it great yes you're, you're i i was thinking i had a feeling i was gonna come back from work today and you were gonna be like i watched everything <laughs> i watched five more episodes i finished it i finished the show well i don't know if you wanted to watch it too mm, i probably would Okay. We we have a pretty long list of things that we need to watch together. <laughs> that does not make yeah. it easy to add no. another thing, but no. oh well, I probably will eventually watch it. Okay, so it's fine if I watch it by myself. It is fine if you watch it by yourself. Okay, that I'll do it, it tomorrow. Then, okay, have fun. <laughs> cool. Um, do you have anything that you would like to plug? No. No. At the real flat John. Uh, well, I'm gonna pl- I'm gonna plug him. I'm okay. gonna plug him. No, nah, I'm good. Yes. Um. Yes, thank you so much for listening. Uh, as always, you can connect with us on Twitter. We are at Pilot's Guide Pod. Um, you can find my at in the description, Sean's at in the description, um, Kristen's at Peachy Keen 10 on Twitter. True. Uh, she's there too. Uh, she likes to read a lot of books. And if you want to connect with her about books, you can totally do that. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, you can send us an email, pilotsguidepod at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you're feeling, your thoughts on the episode, some things that you would uh, like us to watch that we haven't watched or you see coming up that you'd be really excited to hear about on the podcast. Um, also, we've got a lot planned. We've got the big month in streaming. Uh, Google mm. Plus, or sorry, Google. Sorry, not Google. Apple, Apple Apple TV Plus comes out uh, November 1st. I am recording this the day before Halloween. So two, in two days, we will have a brand new streaming service landing. And Sean, being a little Apple boy that he is, mm-hmm. will be buying that. And uh, we will be cracking down and, and breaking into some of these Apple TV Plus shows uh, like C, which I'm pretty excited about. Like what? C. The one with Jason Mimosa, mm-hmm. where everybody's blind. I think that Great. looks pretty cool. Like that movie, we talked about this. Yes, kind of like that movie. <laughs> we, we talked about this the last time you were on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we also have Disney Plus around the corner, folks. That's a very exciting streaming news for all the people that are apprehensive, but will definitely be giving up their money to our Disney overlords. I don't know how much original stuff will be on there. There At will least be for a little bit. I'm pretty excited uh, about the Mandalorian, which oh, okay. if you haven't heard of the Mandalorian, it's the uh, Star Wars original TV show. Cool. It's going to be pretty dope, live action, not cartoons. Okay, gonna sweet. be cool. Uh, so I'm I'm excited to get into that. Um, and yeah, that that'll probably be the bulk of the shows uh, in November, and then once we walk into December, we'll get into some holiday stuff. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah. So we've got, again, a lot cooking. I know listeners that have given me suggestions, we will get around to them, I promise. That will be coming up soon. Um, Thanks to Emily, our artist, 
uh, for doing our spooky and now our Thanksgiving themed uh, logo. And you'll see, see a Christmas one in December. Uh, thank you, Angelo and Andrew. You can find their Twitter ads in the description. They do a fantastic job editing this podcast. They are so faithful in doing it, and I cannot say how much I appreciate them. They are great, great boys, and I am so thankful for them. Um, yes, that is all the thanks. Uh, if you haven't heard, I have a paper dad. There's a drawing of my dad. <laughs> Uh, that is viral on Instagram. And when I say viral, I don't mean like he has a couple hundred followers. Uh, my dad at the real flat John on Instagram has hit 11,000 at today followers. He's getting pretty big and the world is loving him. So you can get involved in that too. Uh, find him on Insta and uh, you'll find all his good content that will make your heart feel warmed by his paper skin. Uh, and with that, Kristen, please land this plane. Where are we going? Alaska. Take, we're going to Alaska. Where? What city? Juneau. Juneau? I was going to say Anchorage, but that's huh? good. So yeah, so, so describe it. You're, where you got the reins. You're taking us down. I don't know how to fly. You, you don't know how to fly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, I'm taking it. Sorry. She doesn't know how to fly. Sean and I are the pilots. The pilot's license. Okay, we're gonna take it I'm down. I'm just a flight attendant. There is a a flight attendant. Isn't that like a patriarchal? There, it's like uh, whatever. You gotta, I don't you gotta care. break the patriarchy, man. Come on. I would not take a job on a plane. No. Ever. Well, you so. you would not be able to do that. <laughs> okay, folks, we're gonna bring this baby down. There's a little bit of a flurry as it is. We are approaching uh, that time of year, but don't fret. It is a easy landing, and we have touched down. Uh, if you would, please uh, raise all your tray tables, which you probably already had to do while we were making <laughs> yeah, our descent. Yeah, do that already. On the way out, if you would like to grab a tiny tequila and a little bag of mixed nuts, we love to give that to you every week. How do we have the money for that? <laughs> we just do here at spirit airlines which we are uh. promoted by gross um but as always as we like to send off Kristen, tell our people what they may feel free to do realm about the cabin we will see you here next week at pilot's guide for something that sean has i don't know what it's going to be we'll find out later bye bye